Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Welcome to episode 235 for Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. If you are listening to this communique, or if you're watching this communique, congratulations for you have survived the start of uh, Snowageddon, right? Got a little dicey out there. I was out in the traffic last night. Uh, I had to help out a uh, buddy from church, run him about here and there. And uh, so I was out in the thick of it. Now, in my case, it was a little extra dicey because I was in this loner car, this gigantic uh, minivan type thing. Uh, Toyota, is it a Sienna or something like that? It's pretty difficult driving in your first snow in a car you've never driven before. That's dicey. You know, first snow of the year. That's all. It always feels a little weird to be in the first snow of the year. Uh, when it's a strange loner car, I mean, to go from a Prius to this uh, huge minivan, I could cart around a baseball team in it if I wanted to. It was kind of challenging. And then also, the older I get, of course, um, you know, I don't see so well at night. I, my thing is depth perception. Somehow, somewhere along the, the, the line, I just stop being able to uh, perceive depth at night very well. It's not like I, I have nothing, but um, it's a little worrisome. So I was doing the, you know, I knew in my heart of hearts, it's like, why should I be out here? I should not be out here in, in driving the roads. It was pretty bad. I, I uh, you know, see see out, out the windows this morning and, uh, you know, we got a fair amount of snow, but today is supposed to be our big day. Today is supposed to be our big day. So I, I'm, I'm hunkered down today. I'm going to be sipping hot chocolate that's really coffee. I'm trying to cut down on the sugar. I'm going to be wrapped in uh, in a wool blanket. I'm going to be wearing my flannels. I'm going to be nice and cozy, cozy. In that way, these snow days, I think, are kind of fun. If you have a good setup, if you've done your homework and you're going to be nice and comfy, you've got good wool socks, etc., etc. <clears throat> Georgie asks a very important question. She says, do I have enough bubbly water? Yes, I do. I can, I can last uh, 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 probably a week-long blizzard. That's probably not true. I can, I, I, I'm three, I got three days of bubbly water for sure. Look what I found in the fridge this morning. Speaking of, bu of bubbly water, San Pellegrino sitting there in the refrigerator door that I forgot existed. This is really, if, if I want to really do it upright, this is my favorite. A San Pellegrino in the green glass bottle. It's tremendous. There's something about this water that it has just a little extra kick that makes it lovely. Uh, I want to say, oh, good gold medal uh, podium finish to the Chicago Tank. Tank's music homework uh, this morning is tremendous. It is John Fogarty's center field. Put me in coach, right? Awesome, awesome classic jam. Thank you for that homework, Tank. Today of all days, today's one of those few days where don't put me in. 
Leave me at home. I don't want to go anywhere. In the silver medal position is Amber Glow. Good morning, Amber. Hopefully you got some sleep last night. Amber's been having sleeping problems, I think. TMI. In the bronze medal position is the VIP of all VIPs. She's beautiful inside and out. It's the stunning redhead, Georgie girl. Good, good podium finish, Georgie. I also want to say, of course, good morning to the, uh, the crafty, the talented, the witty, the beautiful, the elusive RoboCat. Good morning, RoboKitty. Good to see you, dear. Tank says that uh, John Fogarty song makes him warm. Well, whatever, you know. I was, uh, Amber just gave me a wholesome award. Thank you, Amber. For you Spotify listeners, let me explain real quick, okay? I'm live streaming on Reddit right now. I record the podcast this way so I can interact with all my dear friends from the from cyberspace. And uh, I was on my Reddit uh, profile for some reason last night. I don't even know why. Oh, I was sending it to a friend. A friend reached out. And the word's starting to get out in my quote-unquote, real life, which terrifies me. So, but he's like, I, I I know I know what you do. I heard through the grapevine. Just give me a link. So I sent him a link to my profile, which made me look at my profile. And uh, I was looking at it. I have never given an award. <laughs> I've received all these awards. I have all this mojo and then I guess you get a score for how many awards you've given. Zero. I'm a very, very selfish person on Reddit, I guess. Robo wants to hear her soundbite. Good morning, Robo. You know, for you people who are kind of new, really, uh, the uh, the whole podium finish, really everyone has soundbites. Of course, the Chicago Tank and the gold medal. We haven't heard that one in a while. We tried to, uh, we tried to do sound bites to, you know, they got to mean something, right? That one matches Tank's personality pretty well. Uh, we have, of course, Georgie Girl. Just a small town girl. That one arose because we know Georgie is actually from a small town. Now, Amber Glow's in the silver medal position. Amber's super shy, and she, you don't really like your sound bite, do you, Amber? I will play it for you if I remember where it is. I stopped playing it because one day you're like, okay, that's enough. Something like that. Salty's in the house. Good morning, Salty. There, there's a baseball hullabaloo tank. Are they gonna are they gonna have a lockout for baseball? Oh, Amber does like her soundbite. Okay, which then means we have to test. Do I remember where her soundbite is? Let's see if I can even do it without looking. I think this is it. Oh, yeah. That's actually, I love that. That that tune is a jam. It's a total jam. So I love Amber's soundbite. Soundbite. Sandbite. They are locked out already. Well, this proves that uh, I'm not much of a baseball fan. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't follow the news. So, salty soundbite is dead silence. Good one, salty. 
Well, I thought I was going to be, uh, I thought there was going to be dead silence in my, uh, in my minivan loaner car last night. Cause I just, I mean, the roads were very, very icy last night. Thank God. Most people had the sense to drive slowly, but y you guys want to know something so funny. I mean, here, here's, this is, <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but I'm just going to describe Okay, so when I got in the minivan yesterday afternoon, I knew I knew enough to know it's bad weather. That's all anyone could talk about. Um. So, but you know what I did? I I prepared for you know like a geezer or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe a prepper does this. I don't know. But I put stuff in in in. I took stuff with me that I've never taken in in winter weather ever. Dude, I, I, I packed a, like a, a, a below freezing uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> I packed water in my car. And uh, I've never done that sort of thing before. And I didn't even think about it. I mean, obviously, I, it's not like I did it blindly or, but it didn't phase me at all until I was on the road and I was like, Jesus Christ. Did I really just do that? I have a sleeping bag in my car. Like in case, in case I get snowed in. Running my buddy around doing errands. I don't know. Tank got his grandson his first baseball glove. That is tremendous, Tank. Please do post that video wherever it makes sense. But today's going to be the big snow day, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. I was uh, I was concerned about all the pepperonis yesterday. I was encouraging people, hey, give us an update on the Discord. Let us know how you're doing. I want to make sure everyone uh, made it home safely. Lady Letter Carrier posted that she was home. That was I had to worry a little less. That was good. So Tank was saying, I think, on the Discord that the Chicago weather, just like as as so often happens, um, it was overstated, right? That's what weathermen do. Is it just so they can get ratings? Is that why this is happening? It's so frustrating. It's like, I don't know. Tank says, I was laughing because people were uh, say, talking about keeping food, etc. in their car. Well, there wasn't there that thing. There was a thing a few weeks ago where this some interstate somewhere got people were stranded for like a day, like 24 hours. Now, it is funny to me that people think they can't go without food and water for 24 hours. Water is much more serious than food. Um, Tank says, I'd rather die than eat in my car. Tank, are you fastidious that way? Do you is your car, your temple, you just keep it pristine, etc. Georgie thinks Tank's comment is a little bit extreme. I think the weathermen are just they're trying to get ratings. That's the only thing I can figure, right? I mean, nothing no no other Why would they keep overshooting? I don't get it, but I'm glad that it wasn't as bad as they were saying. Now, when I look on my weather app today, near me, 
It's supposed to snow all day, essentially. Not a ton. Amber's trying to make us all feel jealous. She says, I went to bed with the AC on. All right, Texas. 40 degrees, raining and windy where Amber is. <clears throat> Amber, do you miss the changing of the seasons? Do you Is that something you wish you could live around? I mean, because that's what everyone up north, like my whole, my whole childhood, everyone from Chicago. And I always kind of saw it as a justification, right? You talk about, well, uh, why don't you just move to Florida? Well, I'd miss the changing of the seasons. I'll, I'll admit, it's beautiful. The changing of the seasons is beautiful. But uh, it's, a, it's also a pain in the ass. It can be. Being cold really sucks. You have to, you have to be prepared to dress correctly. If you have the right gear, it can be really fun. My last couple of years of living in the city, living on the lake in Chicago, I made the just really intelligent decision of I'm gonna I'm gonna have the right gear, and I was so comfortable. I could I used to walk for hours through the city in the dead of winter, and I I had I had to laugh at all my contemporaries who uh, cared about their their image much more than I did, and. Uh, so they would, you know, it was all about looking right, you know. So they were way underdressed for these Chicago winters. And it's just, it's just miserable. And I looked, uh, you know, like I was on, I was about to uh, go out uh, crab fishing in Alaska or some shit. I was just totally decked out and comfortable. And it was lovely. Amber says she would rather be in the cold. Is it oppressively hot in Texas for, for much of the year? Is that what you're saying? I understand there's like scorpions and snakes and all that stuff. I assume that would be a bummer too. Oh, she, she does say it's hot. Salty. Let's hear Salty's. Salty is also in Texas, right? Salty says, my thoughts of hot versus cold. You can always put more clothes on to get warm. But you can never take enough off to cool down. That is a tremendous point. I never thought of that. I think maybe, I don't know if it would matter if you're oppressively hot, if you're on a coastline where you can just, or or I know a lot of Florida people like they everyone has a pool in their backyard. Is that how people cool off maybe? But that's a very good point. You can always put on more clothes. I like it. I was thinking just the other day, something that I've never done that I got to put on the bucket list, ice fishing. How did I miss this, this thing? I want to, I want to go ice fishing. I want to drive like a pickup truck out on the lake. I want to, I want to put up a, you know, some sort of ice fishing hut and I want to sit there and just catch lunkers and then just cook them up right there that's what i want to do it <laughs> tanks says i was still snow blowing in shorts i'm that fucking guy yeah some people are like that i got a neighbor who's from uh from the up and i am living well south of that we'll just leave it at that 
and but we still get snow from time to time and this dude this dude is in t-shirts all year round he's in shorts almost all year round but i mean in the dead of winter he'll be walking around in a t-shirt it drives me nuts <clears throat> Oh, Tanun's in the house. Talking about Christmas Story. That's a tremendous movie. Yeah, with the kid the kid with the uh, snowsuit. I was kind of like that when I was walking around. Uh, when I was walking around Chicago back in the day. Tropical Thinkers in the house. Good morning. Hello, Shobi Asif. <laughs> That's an interesting Reddit name. Oh, Lady Letter Carrier is awake. She's alive and awake slowly sneaks into the room we're i talked about you earlier dear i mentioned your name uh shobi asif wants to uh, is asking what's your show about it, it there's no rhyme or reason um i uh over a year ago i just turned on uh, uh rpan one day and started looking into a camera and talking and here i am over a year later and uh you know, and then all these regulars in the in the live stream here, I know what almost all of them look like naked. I don't know how that happens, how that works. Just kidding. That is a total joke. That is not true. It is not true. But these are all my dear friends, Shobi. What are you about? Who are you? What's your story? Anyway, Shobi, we get together every morning and... Uh, and we sip coffee and I talk into the the only bad thing about the show is that it's it's me it's all me talking <laughs> and uh Shelby says well that's interesting I'm new here well welcome welcome to the show it's good to have you feel free to interact obviously oh and Shelby like so I'm recording a podcast the Chicago Tony V show I guess it says up here on the you know, so whatever. If you ever wanted to listen to past shows or whatever, we're on all the networks iTunes, Spotify, etc., etc. Don't forget about the coffee steaks. Salty is now into the coffee steaks now. Salt, salty, and uh, who are you saying that to, Salty? Saying that to me? It takes us shut up, Salty. This is, I, I better do it. As a matter of fact, maybe <clears throat> I got to put that on my list. Maybe I should go to the Goodwill and get one of those Mr. Coffees. Do I dare, do I dare get a really nice steak from my butcher? I, I'm so spoiled. I only, I have this, my, my butcher shop, they have their own uh, herd of cattle and their own pigs and everything. So it's like, I know right where the source is. And what's crazy is you can tell when you eat the meat, you can tell. So I can never go back. I can't, I'm not one of these guys that can like go to Costco. I mean, I can if I had to, if I was starving, but I'm so spoiled. But do I put one of those night, now they're expensive, not gonna lie. I'd, I'd save a lot of money going to one of these big, big box things. Tropical Thinker says, Tony, cigars and coffee. I, you know, I, we need a cigar sponsor, don't we? I think the show needs a cigar sponsor. Lady says, Tony is our media mogul. <laughs> Let's see. 
What do you mean by I've got to vlog it, Amber? Are you saying that to me? One bite at a time and a Keurig. Anyway, am I gonna am I gonna put one of those beautiful coffee steak and a Keurig? That's really funny, Tank. Holy shit. One bite at a time. Oh my god. Get a cheap cut, says lady. Yeah, you're probably right. But there's part of me that wants to do like a, if I'm going to do it, it's like I want to do a, a, a legit experiment. So I want to, part of me says, buy a steak I would normally buy from the place I know do it like I normally do it, but put it in this GD Mr. Coffee and do it however these weirdos do it and then taste it. That would be a real experiment, right? Tropical Thinker says, Tony needs to have a big, yeah, stogie while he does the show. Fits the mob boss look. Uh, you know, stranger things have happened. I don't, I don't, uh, to be honest. So I'm an, I have an addictive personality. If you guys haven't figured that out yet. So it, it's a little a bit dangerous for me to, uh, you know, do I want to start? If I started stogies, I would go balls to the wall I would and and uh, you know that's uh I don't know about that endeavor so Georgie also wants me to do a cheap cut I I get it it's like how could I do that to a nice steak but um but how <clears throat> how do I have a valid experiment then you know Maybe what I could do is get a cheap cut, do it my normal way. Like normally these days, I I do steaks in my, uh, I have a really nice uh, Breville, uh, what the hell is it called? Anyway, it's like, a, it's like a toaster oven on steroids. I mean, it's really nice. You can, anyway, I broil it in my Breville thing. So maybe I could do a cheap cut in there and then do a GD Mr. Coffee steak. Amber says, if you get a Mr. Coffee and do the steak, you got to vlog it. Oh, of course. Obviously, I'm going to. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I'm going to do that. Tank says, Sofa is going to be so disappointed he ain't here for this shit. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, don't you wonder what's going to be going through that guy's mind when I post that video? Seriously, I'm going to put it on my list. Hold on. Let me get my to-do list. This is hilarious. I had to unplug from my system here to get my to-do list. I had to untether myself like a, you know, like I'm doing a moonwalk. All right, it's going on my list. This is my Bible here. This I have so much shit on my to-do list. Let's see. Coffee, steaks. All right, now that it's on my list, there's uh that 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 means now we're we're getting a lot more serious about actually doing it, which is kind of crazy. Lady says, just so long as it isn't cooked shoe leather. Yeah, I wonder. I really wonder. 
I guess I'll find out. It, what would be the technique? I, I, so I haven't looked at this real closely, but obviously you're you're running. The steak is sitting in the carafe, right? It's on a burner, but it is also you're you're running hot water, maybe with flavorings or something, spices in there. I don't I don't totally understand what's going on, but what would be the closest? I mean, is this sort of like sous vide? Does anyone know? <laughs> Answering the question, what will Sofa uh, be thinking when that video drops? My guess, he'll be rubbing one out while holding a bottle of A1. Tank, holy hell in a handbasket. Tropical Thinker says coffee and steak doesn't sound too appealing. Oh yeah, I know. So I'm I'm pretty sure this has nothing to do with coffee. It's just cooking a steak in a Mr. Coffee, which supposedly people have tried it. I think it's gonna taste like hell, but I'm kind of curious. And uh, our one of our VIP uh, pepperonis, a uh, fan of the show, Sofa, 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 he can't stop talking about the goddamn coffee steak. So I, I guess I just have to do it. Hot meat and coffee will fog the glasses up. <laughs> That's right, Tropical. But, uh... White tablecloths and shit? Are you guys talking about me? Is that is that your... Is that your image of me? I'm a, I'm a uh, white tablecloth and I... Of course, my butler's gonna bring the steak to me. Yeah, O to None says, It sounds like boiled meat. Right. Is that even a thing? Do people do? I mean, obviously you could boil meat, I guess, but Otanon says it doesn't sound good to me. I kind of agree, but I guess we're going to have to find out. I think this is a project. I think this is a project. I'm going to get, uh, I got to find a Mr. Coffee. I've got to, um, let's see. I'm going to get, uh, I got to schedule my camera guy. I can't do this by myself. I can't cook a coffee and worry about cameras. I got to, I got to get on Lucenzo's schedule. Get it scheduled. I mean, this could be fun. I'm going to do it. Oh yes. The elusive A1 rub and tug says salty. Oh my God. Yeah, Lady makes a good point. The opening of the carafe is very small. I assume there's probably different sizes of uh, of uh, Mr. Coffee's. Does it, come to think of it, does it have to be a Mr. Coffee? Why couldn't it be any old? I mean, they all kind of work the same, right? I would want a bigger carafe because if I'm going to eat steak, you know, I don't want, I don't want uh, to be teased. I want the real deal. That's what I really want. Uh, mayo, holy cow. This The, the comment section is uh, spiraling out of control. Tank says, Lucenzo is never going to come back if you ruin a steak in a coffee pot. <laughs> That's hilarious. He just he just wants that, that green. That's what he wants. He, that is a, a money-driven little kid. 
He says to me all the time, I want a job. I want a job. It's like, dude, you're whatever. 11 years old. Lady does not like the smell of mayo. All right, Amber, put that in the archives. We've got to remember that. See, years down the line, we're going to have some sort of uh, pepperoni convention, right? And we're going to have a special panel with Lady Letter Carrier because she was the first ever... Uh, she was the first ever meet and greet for the Chicago Tony V Show. Lady Letter Carrier is the first human being to meet the big, fan of the show, to meet the big diesel. So we've just got to remember down the road, Amber, please tuck it away. So when we're catering that, that event, no mayo, or at least don't offer it to Lady Letter Carrier. Yeah, it that that the steak in a coffee maker. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be bland, but um, yeah. Georgie says cooking a steak by running water over it does not sound appealing at all. I also have this feeling it's going to take forever, right? I need to study other videos to see. Um, if you do this, please have a backup dinner, says Tank. Hey, who do you take me for, Tank? Would you ever suspect me of? Uh, not having a meal. I ha I have about. I I I've I've got I don't know, let's say eight million calories just tucked away in my house, and I've got shit elsewhere too. I'm like a squirrel. Gray DM. Hey hey, you interviewed me. Oh did I? Did it go well, Gray DM? <laughs> Tropical thinker, where can we get the steak pods for Keurig? Looking for fillet flavor. <laughs> steak flavored pod. Oh my God. I've heard, okay, so sous vide, right? Which is, that's kind of boiling, right? That's boiling steak. I've heard that's a, people that do it, they rave about it. I've even seen chefs. Uh, uh, that were skeptical on sous vide, uh, try it, and they're like, that's the best way to make a steak. Salty says, I thought you cooked the steak on the burner. I think, well, I mean, it's it's sitting in the coffee pot, which is sitting on the burner, I believe is how they do that. And then I think, I think of the liquid part as sort of basting or something like that. I don't know. I gotta do some homework because it all seems weird. Um... About Australian politics, uh, re -Amer uh, v, v American politics, and housing regulations. I interviewed on the, you on that. Gray, are you in Australia right now, sir? Robo says, "Is this actually a real thing? Steaming steak in a coffee machine?" I have seen YouTube videos, at least one, of people doing this. And the, the whole reason we're talking about it today is after, like the morning after seeing one, of the, one or two of these videos, I talked about it on a show. And Sofa keyed in on this and he can't stop making coffee steak references. This was months ago. So it's like, here we are. And it looks like I'm actually going to do this. 
Ray DM, I interviewed you about Australian politics, etc. Are you sure? Uh, uh, was this on, was this through what through the phone on the show? I remember talking to an Australian a while back. Housing regulations, huh? I don't remember that gray DM. Yeah, lady says cooking stew is done in a in a in water, so it's not so bad. This show is so inherently schizophrenic, isn't it? Because if I'm if I'm just riffing off the comments here, there's oftentimes two conversations going. So we have Gray DM from Australia. And uh and we have we have the steak conversation. <laughs> Is my demographic, does everyone have ADHD and then so this is the only show that makes sense to them because of all the jumping around? Don't let the size of his hat fool you, says Tropical Thinker. Good one. Great DM. I'm, uh, I mean, I clearly suffer from early Alzheimer's. If we had this big talk about Australia... I apologize because I don't remember it at all. I vaguely remember a, a an Australian caller. Surely that was you. But uh, I'm sorry. And I do so many of these shows too. Day after day after day. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Don't feel sorry for me. Your coffee would have the essence of steak for months. Well, Robo, just to be clear. Okay, so my plan is I'm going to go to the Goodwill. I'm going to find a Mr. Coffee. I'm going to run... Of a few empty batches of just whatever hot water or I'm gonna clean it out I'm gonna do my steak experiment and then it goes right back to the goodwill I'm never drinking coffee out of this thing at all Robo says stew has vinegar and salt and whatever else in it though well see you can run that right through the coffee maker can't you you put whatever you want in that reservoir and it sucks it up I think this is how I don't know. Yeah, sorry about that, Gray. I, I shit. I'm just, you know, whatever. Too much going on. Too much going on. How, how's everything in Australia now? Every time I sort of check in on in Australia, just to be totally honest, it does not uh, seem very positive. You know, so. I'm very worried about my Australian brethren. Robo says, I would never buy a coffee machine from a Goodwill. God knows what was in it. You know, that's a very good point, dear. Okay, so little change of plan. All right, I'm still going to buy the coffee maker from Goodwill. I'm going to make the steak, but then I'll make Lucenzo eat it, right? Let's see what he thinks. Does he like it? He'll do the taste test. That's a good point. How can I trust I was talking about you were, or Gray says you were talking about how you have to pay luxury taxes if you have wood floors in Los Angeles. Great DM, I'm nearly positive that wasn't me. I'm nearly positive. Is there, does anyone know, is there some other incredibly uh, handsome, articulate live streamer on Reddit that Gray DM might be confusing me with? Because I, I don't know a thing about luxury taxes in in L.A. If you have wood floors. 
Don't know a thing about it. Oh, Amber has the Alzheimer's as well. Well, Amber, maybe we can go halfsies on uh, some sort of uh, memory care facility down the road. Let's <clears throat> let's woodshed on that. <laughs> Coffee machines are like ten dollars at Target, says Robo. Are they really? Are those for the little ones, though? I don't want to do a little steak. I want to do a big steak. Maybe I could do the coffee machine at Target, a big one, cook a steak in it, and return it. Just be like, uh, yeah, it the coffee tastes <laughs> it tastes like prime rib. I, I know that sounds weird, but uh, Mr. Coffee is less than $20. Get a new one. Okay. Yeah. You're probably right. If it's less than 20, see, I don't know what coffee machines talk. I don't know. Uh, you're the hat guy. So I'm the only guy that wears hats on Reddit. Is that it? I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, when you specifically, Gray DM, when you talk about these uh, this luxury taxes in Los Angeles for wood floors, that's where you lost me. I don't know where I would have, how I would have gone there. See, we're still doing these two conversations. This is crazy. How, why do you people put up with this? Why does anyone watch this show? Uh-oh, Robo can only see her own comments. She's on the bus. Oh, Robo Kitty. Well, I'm reading half the comments. <laughs> um... Oh, Tropical Thinker says steak in a coffee maker sounds about right for dementia setting in. Maybe. Maybe this is me giving up. This is me relenting to the confusion. Steak in a coffee maker is emblematic of just my general ability to organize my life. <laughs> Robo's five cup with a timer was 15 bucks. They have them for $10. I'll be damned. All right, I'm going to look around. I'm going to look around. The hat distinguishes me from the guy in the gecko suit. Lady, every once in a while that guy comes up. What the hell is his name again? It's going to come to me. I can't remember, but um, I love the concept for a show. But I have always laughed because I'm absolutely positive that... From time to time, at least, what goes through that guy's head is like, I had to pick this gimmick, right? I'm in a, I'm in a full body freaking gecko suit, sweating my balls off, and I have I have to put on green makeup every time I do this. He had to be thinking, I wish there was another way, but I mean, the guy gets great numbers and everything, more power to him. But every time I see him, Lyle forever. That's the that's his uh, handle. Every time I see him, I chuckle to myself because I know he's thinking that from time to time. <clears throat> Gray says, wait, I, th I think I have your Skype. Gray DM from Australia. Well, I would be surprised. If you have my Skype, would you tell me what it is? Because I've never used Skype. Uh, at least not in eight years. Are you saying you interviewed me? Did I do a Skype interview? 
someone interviewed me within the past year and I remember it was they sent me a Skype link and I was like shit I don't use Skype so maybe I had to load it load it was that you god damn I don't know um <clears throat> Rubble says, if you saw the shit I saw on the daily, you'd never bring anything into your house with mechanical inner parts. Robo is uh, is an essential worker. She's a medic in New York City, a total badass. And uh, she's seen some shit. Gallon-sized coffee maker says, oh, that's right. I want a big, if I'm going to have a steak, I want a big one. I don't know. Salty, you've called into the Gecko show? I, I, I That's fun. I'm sure that was a good time. He's a funny guy. I, li- I like his thing. Oh my God, Georgie. Jesus. Oh, holy shit. It's 741. For the love of God. Let's get, let's thank you, Amber. Mailbag. Goodness gracious. All right. Let, do I have letters? Do I have letters? Do I have letters? I have letters. Okay. <clears throat> steak, t- steak talk is over. Okay, first letter. Dear Tony. Oh, if anyone wants to send a letter in, we love it. It's great. The email address is Chicago Tony V, like vegetable, at gmail.com. That's where to send it, and it'll eventually get on the show. Okay, first letter. Dear Tony, okay, I admit that this letter is just a pity party for little old me. And I just need to get over it. But this happened. My husband bought me a very nice watch for my birthday with a lovely inscription inside. It's very pretty and just my style. The only problem is two years ago, he bought me the exact same watch with even nearly the same inscription. It was off by a word or two. I love this man, but he is phoning it in. How do you think I should approach my feedback to him? Or should I even mention it? This is from Dolly B. Uh, That's a lovely letter. And that's a funny story. And uh, Robo, did you just try to call it? Is that what you're saying? You've called in but didn't get through? Anyway. I this I got to figure out a way. I need uh Vince the Deer Slayer. I need to put him on this. Shouldn't I get a phones are supposed to ring, right? When you get a call, I should I should get it should make a noise. <laughs> Why does it not make a noise when you guys call? Anyway, I love this letter, Dolly, because what I sense in it, okay, you're, you, this, this isn't really, really pissing you off. You're, you, it sounds like I have this idea. You guys have been married for a while. You're probably, you know, on the back nine like me. And it sounds to me like you have a little bit of sense of humor about this. So, I mean, don't be mean about it. I mean, the guy's buying you a nice watch. He means, well, listen, listen. If your husband is anything like me, um, okay, buying gifts is, is a terrifying, terrifying proposition because 
You don't want to flop. You don't, you don't, you know. So, so cut them some slack already, okay? What a lot of ladies wouldn't give to, to be given gifts from time to time. At least the guy's trying. So, maybe he's like Amber and I. Maybe he's a little bit in early uh, dementia. And so I would just say cut him some slack. Maybe you can needle him. I mean, obviously, you don't want two of the identical watch. So hopefully there's a way that you can exchange this for something else. Maybe that's the reason to bring it up. But do it nicely. Be nice to the guy, okay? He's trying. Yeah, Amber says maybe he forgot. There you go. Well, sure. I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, Ciro uh, ha says, hey, bro, I have a question. All right, lay it on me. What's your question? I am going to keep tearing through the mailbag, Ciro. I'm going to do another one, and then I'll get I'll get back to see if your question is in there. I aim to please. Okay, this next letter says, Mr. Big Diesel, where do you fall on gun control? I've never heard you talk about it. Sorry if this is an off-limits topic. This is from Daryl B. Uh, thank you for your letter, Daryl. Um, I would say uh, my feel. I'm a. I'm very uh, pro Second Amendment. I think. Uh, I feel like history shows um, the societies that uh, are able to arm themselves um, are. Uh, uh, they have a better chance at freedom, you know. Uh, governments can get very tyrannical, and uh, so I, I feel like I, I think that a big part of the Revolutionary War, the reason that it could even happen, is because uh, Americans were armed, and they had generally kind of equal arms uh, to the British. So I am not at all. Um, I'm just not a fan of, uh, okay, everyone give up their guns. I just don't think that's a good answer. Okay, Ciro says, so I made a video that said if I got 100 subs on YouTube, I would wear a maid dress. Do I get pink or black? Um, the answer is pink. Thank you for your question. Very nice interacting with you. All right, let's see another question. Dear Tony, I'm so glad to have found your podcast. I'm curious about what your ancestral heritage is like. Does your family come from a particular culture? Any traditions passed down? This is from Glenda from Kannapolis, North Carolina. Kannapolis. That almost feels like it has to be a, a mistype. Is there a Kannapolis, North Carolina? Uh, anyway, Glenda, thank you for your letter. Okay, so what is my heritage? Well, mainly Italian. My uh, my ancestors ancestors came over on the boat uh, uh, from Italy to uh, uh, to Ellis Island. The whole deal. And uh, <clears throat> oh, gun control is different than Second Amendment. All right, I'm I'm anti-gun control. I'm pro-freedom. There we go. 
my family came over uh, 1906 from uh, Italy. Thank you, Georgie. And uh, so there's a big Italian. And then so what did I get from that? Uh, I got I, I, I grew up uh, watching big family gatherings, lots of lasagna. Uh, lots of great uh, tomato sauces and meatball recipes and stuff like that. And it was just fabulous. Tremendous. I love my Italian heritage. Wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and uh, let's see. from my And then I have some Irish from my mother's side. Right? And uh, we inherited uh, now from the Irish, I will say, also... Lots of togetherness, okay, and uh, uh, lots of uh, uh, alcoholism and uh, <laughs> debauchery. No, I mean some of that, and uh, but also good food. Also, but I think I think uh, I mean both cultures are really very family oriented. I, who knows? Maybe all cultures are that. I mean, because it's good for everyone, right? Families are good for everyone. Yeah, Amber's right. I, I got to bring the relic from Studio A. I got to bring it home because I'm never, I'm, I don't do shows from Studio A. It's dismantled at this point. So, yeah, the food, the families, the certainly, well, from both culture, both, both uh, cultures are very, very Catholic. I'm still a practicing Catholic, very active in my church. Is it gravy or sauce? That's the real question. Well, gravy is, uh, I would answer it this way. All right. Uh, if now this is just, this is just me and, and my background or whatever. I mean, great gravy, right? But for me, it's, uh, if you're, if you're doing, if, if you're doing meat, you know, if you're putting, if you're starting off with like, uh, or, you know, some some uh, pork sausage and uh, maybe a bone-in pork chop. If you're starting the sauce with some sort of meat in it early on, that's gravy. Just to me. Just my, that's that's the way kind of my family. And then if it's just tomatoes, etc., sauce. But whatever. I don't know what's right. That's just how I was raised. And those are all other videos I need to make. I need to make... I need to show you guys my sauce slash gravy recipes. Two different, two different approaches. Both delicious. Yeah, lady says gravy equals meat sauce. There you go. There you go. That's how I would characterize it as well. And I gotta show you my meatballs. Okay, what's another letter here? How are we doing? 751. <clears throat> hey Tony, do you think taste in music says something about a person? I'm on a major dating app, which shall remain unnamed, and I noticed that several people list their favorite artists. Should I be reading some sort of intel into this? This is from Brad H. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm gonna try and answer this question without coming across as a dick, and it's probably impossible to do. But I'm sorry, I think taste in music says a lot about a person. This is very important information to have. And um, it's going to speak to things like uh, intelligence, right? 
So, like, for example, let's take uh, Jazz. Now, this is, I don't know this for a fact, but this is my suspicion. I think there are going to be some people that, where Jazz is going to be very, very off-putting to them. And now I should shut up. I told you I was going to sound like a dick, right? Um, <laughs> or classical music, right? Some people, if, if, if you're going through whatever your, your dating app thing is, right? And you you see, uh, uh, they, you know, they're, who are the, their big musical influences are, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know what shitty music is. I don't know. 50 cent. I don't even fucking know. Salty likes jazz. I'm not surprised, Salty. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I'm trying I'm trying not to hurt feelings. Georgie says, I need some kind of structure in music, and jazz is all over the place. That can be argued. But, but Robo is right. She says there are so many types of jazz. Yes, I too, these just, these mindless, you know, 10 minute long just improv things, I get it. Yeah, that's kind of off-putting. But they're like uh, like Dave Brubeck, right? That's like jazz. That's it's it's creativity, but it's with a structure, you know. Or like Claude Bowling. Listen to some Claude Bowling. It's it's uh, it's crazy and creative, but it's also within. It's got got gu- uh, guideposts, guardrails. Very very enjoyable. <clears throat> Amber says, classic jazz with wine while go- uh, cooking is my go-to. Yeah. So so if someone is, uh, if, you, if you're looking to uh, date someone and let's say, and they're whatever, let's say in their 30s and they're listi- listing like teeny bop music, I don't even know what the right term is, whatever. Mindless, let's say pop music is all over their, their ta- music taste info run away is what i say unless you're the same way maybe what you're looking for i guess here's the simple answer maybe you're looking to find someone with this similar taste right if that's what you like mindless little pop music that uh, takes you nowhere and accomplishes nothing find someone who likes that you know whatever classic rock find another classic rock person maybe that's the way to go No one said hair bands. That's right, lady. I mean, but I'm sure that exists. You know, hair band says something, right? Hair band, if 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 you've got uh, you find a lady, let's say with uh, hair bands listed, that means <laughs> this is funny. Georgie says she hates jazz, and I've ja- I do nothing but play jazz music behind me practically. Um. <clears throat> There's that, that to me, first of all, hair bands, it says an era that says that here's a person kind of from this era generally, but then also here's a, like a positive, here's a person that's going to party a little bit, whatever. It's going to be a fun person. That's how I would take it. Now, if someone's listing Marilyn Manson and shit like that, it's like, thank you for listening, listing that sort of shit. Sayonara. Hair bands are amazing, says Tank. 
What's go-go music? I don't know. See, now I want I, I want to fast forward this music behind me. Because I feel like I'm going to lose Georgie. 7.56, people. Let's see if I can... Uh, see. Okay. Dear Tony, <clears throat> my boss is making advances at me. And it is making me enormously uncomfortable. It's hard enough to do my job under normal conditions. But with his behavior, it's almost become more than I can handle. I cry most nights and often can't sleep. I've never dealt with this sort of thing before. And frankly, don't know how to get past this. I love my job and so don't want to lose it. But he is above me, so it feels like I have no options here. Sorry for my sad letter. This is from Kathy J. Kathy J., Holy shit. Uh, thank you for your letter. Um, I'm sorry you're going through that for sure. And here's the good news. I mean, all right, so you're in the driver's seat. I mean, this can stop today, really. Uh, you need to realize, Kathy, that, uh, I mean, the world now understands that uh, this is totally bullshit. All right, you're not working in the 60s or whatever, where everything's wink, wink, nudge, nudge sweep it under the carpet so you're in the driver's seat so like amber says contact hr absolutely contact hr and uh i i guarantee they're going to be in your court guarantee another thing you could do is uh you could uh hire an, an attorney to uh, uh write your boss a uh, a nice letter I don't think that'll cost you too much. Find a, find an employment attorney. They're going to know exactly what they're doing. They're going to charge you for an hour of time. And they're going to write a letter that's going to scare the ever-loving shit out of your boss. Who should be fired anyway. So I kind of like the idea of going to HR first. Um, because it feels like maybe it's a bigger chance of your boss getting fired. Which is what he deserves. Um... And Lady is right. Keep a notebook supporting every incident. Yeah, you, uh, documentation is your friend. And uh, yeah, but don't be afraid because this is total bullshit. He, uh, a, a guy would have to be a complete moron to think that this is acceptable in this day and age. So don't be afraid. Do something about it. If you're afraid to go to hell, you can have, you can have an attorney go to HR if you're kind of afraid Maybe you're a person that doesn't doesn't like confrontation. But yeah, this thing can end right away. It can end right away. Don't be afraid. Good luck, dear. All right, next letter. Let's see. <clears throat> dear Tony, my boyfriend and I have been together almost a year. So far, things have been pretty delightful and heading in the right direction. I just found out to my horror, that his parents are nudists, meaning they vacation at places that allow and encourage complete nudity, and they are swingers, meaning they purposefully engage in free sex with other people, often strangers. This has shocked me to my core. I am a very private and modest person. My boyfriend says he isn't into their lifestyle, but I keep having visions of being married to him one day 
and then being forced into it. I mean, the, the acorn doesn't fall too far from the tree, correct? That lifestyle would be hellish to me. What should I do? This is from Carrie from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's a doozy. That's a doozy. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be tough to learn. I, I don't care who you are. That would just be kind of weird. Right? And there is something to the acorn, acorn doesn't fall too far from the tree. I think there's generally something. But you can't... Now you can't, but you can't uh, assume then that that's how your boyfriend's going to be. But um, yeah, this is really, a, in a way, this is a simple one. This is just, you've got to talk to him. It sounds like, obviously, you've talked to him a little bit because he says, I'm, I'm not into that. Um, Robo, I don't... Robo says, not necessarily Tony in her court. Maybe they Reddit cuts off the last word. I'm sorry, dear. Lady says, you don't have to vacation with them. Yeah, I think, uh, anyway, I was going to say, I think this is very straightforward, which is you've just got to, you've got to have a real heart to heart with your boyfriend and just be like, hey, just so you know. You know, just say, I understand myself. There is no freaking way that I could go down this path. Just in case you were ever wondering, you in case you might change your mind, you know, it's just an absolute no-go. I would say just draw a very clear line in the sand. Yeah, Tank says, because they do doesn't mean you have to. Yeah, yeah. But I could see what you, I could see how this would be worrisome. I mean, you know. I could, I, I understand that this would be, uh, that this would be off-putting. Oh, uh, Robo's was talking about HR, not necessarily being in her, in her court, huh? Oh, that's, I don't know, man. I mean, I think, uh, I will say if she gets an attorney... That's gonna change. That makes that makes everyone. Now it's gonna cost her a little money. Not a lot. This is a simple thing. That's gonna make everyone sit up and take notice. Everyone scatters when attorneys get involved. They're just like fuck this shit. So anyway. Whatever. All right. So that was a very interesting letter. Thank you, Carrie. Good luck, dear. Just be, make sure your boyfriend knows it's an absolute no-go for you. Next letter. Dear Tony, if you could live in any era in history, which would it be and why? This is from Janelle K. Yeah, that's a great question. I think if I could live in any era... I would say uh, <clears throat> the uh, my answer would be my motivation would be I, I would want to be uh, at a time of much more freedom than we have now. 
I just like it or, or lump it. I like, uh, I don't like people being in my business and telling me what to do. I don't like it. And I totally understand that, you know, that could mean that I'm in more danger. And to me, it's like, okay, that's worth it. I'll take it. So if I go back to like, uh, let's say maybe just after the Civil War, something like that, it was just way, way, way more freedom. You could set up shop, do everyone had a business going for themselves. There weren't regulations. It was just way more free. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Fresh air, just government wasn't, didn't have the ability to just, uh, get in everyone's business yet. Although, I mean, they, they, they did enough to, uh, you know, cause the civil war, which really sucked, but all right, Amber, have a great dear, great day, dear, <laughs> have a great dear day. Anyway, so yeah, sometime maybe around then after the Civil War. Now, what would suck is, uh, you know, mon modern th uh, conveniences, conveniences like uh, anesthesia stuff weren't around. Modern dentistry, that would be, uh, I would miss that. But I just hate, I hate where we're headed, if I'm being honest. So that's just me. It is 8.05, everybody. It is 8.05. And uh, time to move on, I'm afraid. Listen, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you. I love you guys. I like you guys. It's always a fun time. Thank you for spending the morning with me, as always. Tomorrow, I'm going to be on Twitch. All right? Find me on Twitch. No Reddit tomorrow morning. Um, we made it to the weekend almost. We're so close. Congratulations. And, uh, until we meet again tomorrow, I just want to remind everybody, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay. Love you guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>